You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning, it's Michelle Bentham with Blooming Inspired Podcast, and I am just very excited to bring you this word that I have blazing a a fire in my bones this morning. Um, I had revival group meeting at my house last night and one family came and, you know, you may say, oh, well, only one family came. Yes, but one family came. I mean, I just announced it one time this week and a couple of people responded and one came and I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to keep offering it and I'm going to go out in my neighborhood and begin to know people and invite them to come to my house just to enter into praying for our community reading God's word together and deciding and discerning what it is he wants us to do. But on the way to church yesterday, I was listening to, and you know, there, there's, there's books called The 18-Inch Journey, talking about the journey from our head to our heart. And, you know, ironically, our head has two distinct spheres or you know, hemispheres or uh, lobes. It has the left lobe and the right lobe. And left brain tends to be cognitive reasoning, our intellect, our mind. And right brain tends to be intuition. Um, I won't say creativity because I've been doing some reading about that. And creativity has, um, it activates both sides of your brain if that makes sense. So it, it, it activates thought processes in both sides of your brain, the subconscious as well as the conscious mind. And so, but it is, it's the place where imagination is, emotions are. It, and and I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this, that our human emotions can be a negative thing. They can create a lot of drama and trauma in our life. But, if we read scripture, God has emotional expressions. Now, if I go to seminary, they're going to tell me those are like anthropomorphisms, meaning um, that God takes on human characteristics. But if we were created in God's image, then it is reasonable to discern that our emotions could reflect Him as much as they reflect our human experience. So emotions are neutral. They're not good. They're not bad. They're neutral. And sometimes they're necessary. But it depends on what you're doing with your expression. Being overwhelmed by your emotions uh, and and consumed by them and being ruled by them would not be a godly response in emotions. But when it's appropriate to weep over something and you weep, it's an appropriate response to God with godly emotions. When it's inappropriate to rejoice over something and you rejoice, then that would be in a godly expression of your emotions. But here's the thing. Where your emotions are triggered will tell you the truth about what you believe. They won't tell you they won't tell you the truth. They will tell you 
they will reveal to you what you actually believe is true. Get it? So with that in mind, we're going to talk about the difference between head knowledge and heart knowledge today. And here's why. Yesterday morning, I was driving to church and I was listening to United Pursuit's song, From My Head to My Heart. I love the song, by the way. I love the song. And really, as I was listening to that song, I was thinking about um, a quiet time I had uh, now almost three weeks ago, I believe. Um, it was, the yeah, this weekend was the third Saturday. So three weeks ago on Sunday, I had this understanding with God where I was in my quiet time and I was talking to him about a painting I had done at an event the day before. And he asked me what my thoughts were. And I'm not saying he was sitting in the room with me talking to me. I'm saying that as I prayed, the question came through my mind, how do you respond to that? And my response was that my paintings are a like the fact that God teaches in parables. In other words, they tell a story that people can find themselves and God in. And so, um, as I'm sitting there listening and, and interacting through prayer with God, and specifically Jesus is who I was talking to at that point, I just type out, Lord, I'm listening on my computer. Then I type out what I'm thinking about. Then I type out the first thing that I hear in my mind in response to that. Then I type out, you know, and, and the truth is, is that it leads me to a place of scripture or it leads me to an understanding that I, do, I didn't learn or have otherwise. And so that's how I generally know it's God. It edifies, it brings peace, comfort, joy, love, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those things which are attributed to the Holy Spirit come through these interactions with Him. And so um, I said this statement as I was having this prayer time with him that the paintings that I've been doing lately have been revelatory in nature, meaning I don't know. I mean, like I have a picture in my mind of where that painting should end up, but I don't know how it's going to, how to work it out in detail in my mind. Instead, I follow the Lord through it. One revelatory moment and and move at a time so you know I'll be sitting at the brush painting and I'll be looking at my colors and I'll catch use purple and I'll catch use black and I'll catch use white and I'll catch so I use those colors I mix them with water and with with whatever brush is laying out that I'm drawn to pick up and I begin to mix the paint and the water, and then I begin to apply it the way I see in my mind it's being applied by God. I don't know how else to explain it, but I didn't learn how to do these things from a class. I learned them sitting at the feet of Jesus and praying my way through them. And so I told him, I said, as, as the revelation moves from my heart to my hands, the expression becomes a story that you want to tell. And so today I want to talk about this because as I'm driving to church yesterday, listening to this song, acknowledging this is what I've been talking about. 
I hear the Lord say, the Holy Spirit doesn't live in your mind. He lives in your heart. Which takes me back to Genesis chapter 3. And I'm not going to go there and read it. But in Genesis chapter 3, we see the fall of man because they ate from the tree of what? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. See, that tree has been a source of problem for us since that moment when Eve plucked that fruit off of that tree and, you know, we painted as an apple. But truthfully, that picture of that fruit is erroneous because it wasn't an apple because we still have apple trees. And we eat from apple trees and we don't die. But instead... It somehow looked like knowledge. And when she ate it, spiritually she died. She was deceived into sinning against God and disobeying his command. She believed the lie of lack. She also believed the lie that if she touched the fruit, she would die. And man chose the knowledge of good and evil as their source. See, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, I believe, that the letter kills or knowledge puffs up and destroys, but the Holy Spirit brings life. So we want to plug into the tree of life. So join me in reading Psalm chapter 1. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. I know we've been in this chapter before, but let's see if God shows us anything new. All right? So Psalm chapter 1, what delight comes to one who follows God's ways. He won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. You see, his pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word of I am, meditating day and night in the true revelation of light. He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, bearing fruit in every season of his life. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. But how different are the wicked. All they are is dust in the wind, driven away to destruction. The wicked will not endure the day of judgment. For God will not defend them. Nothing they do will succeed or endure for long. For they have no part with those who walk in truth. But how different is it for the righteous? The Lord embraces their paths as they move forward, while the way of the wicked leads only to doom. Lord Jesus, we are so grateful that you are our tree of life. And that because we live and delight ourselves in following your ways, it is your pleasure and passion that comes to us as we remain true to the word of I am. And that pleasure and passion comes to us through you. As we meditate day and night on that true revelation of your light, we stand firm like a flourishing tree planted by a stream of living water and we are planted by your design and we bear fruit in every season and we don't dry up and we don't faint and we are ever blessed and ever prosperous 
It's what makes us righteous, God. And this is what your word is telling us today. The Lord embraces their paths as they move forward, while the way of the wicked leads only to doom. So, Father God, I pray today that you would illuminate our hearts and give us an experience that measures out and teaches us what it means to live from this place of understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. So as I'm listening to the song yesterday, and God says to me, your, your Holy, the Holy Spirit doesn't live in your mind. He lives in your heart. You know, it's easy to point to my chest and say, that's my heart, because that's naturally, physically where my heart is. But in truth, my spiritual heart, what scripture calls cardia, that heart is in the place that I am most aware of God's presence when it comes. And I'm going to tell you that I have to move about six inches lower to where I would say the core of my being is. And it's not an organ that feels the presence of God. But it is something deep within me. Like when you pluck the string on a guitar or a harp or a violin and it resonates a sound. It's like somebody takes and plucks a chord deep inside of me and it reverberates through my body. And sometimes that reverberation feels like joy. Sometimes it feels like electricity. Sometimes it feels like <clears throat> a deep, saturating peace that, that puts me at rest in every part of my being. Sometimes it ignites thoughts in my mind that I've never had before. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Join us tomorrow as we continue the conversation about living from our heart to our head. And um, remember to check out our website, bloominginspirednetwork.com. Check out our events. We have the retreat, Passion to Purpose, coming up April 4th through the 6th. You get two nights, five meals plus all the good stuff in between as we encourage you to discover your passion and walk in your purpose, become equipped for your purpose um, over those two days. We're looking forward to it. I have a team of people who will be coming with me. And we also have some additional ministry sessions that are private and coaching sessions that are private apart from the group that are available for an extra cost of $25 for each session. And so I really want to encourage you to come to this retreat. If you like what we're doing here at Blooming Inspired Network, if you'd like to know more about yourself and how God is equipping and empowering you to walk in your role and reign in God's kingdom, this is the perfect place to do that. Um, we're also taking podcast shows onto our network. So if you have a podcast burning a hole in your heart to get out there, please get in touch with us, admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com, or you can go to our website at bloominginspirednetwork.com. Uh, the retreat's under the event tab there, and we also have the podcast information under the podcast tab. And we would love for you to be a part of allowing us to um, equip and empower your voice as you share how you're living your life, blooming alive with others on the network. Um, we have Bible study on Saturdays through the end of the month of March. Saturdays, 10 o'clock live in Granbury, 1030 on Facebook live at facebook.com forward slash Blooming Inspired. You can also find us at Instagram 
at Blooming Inspired or on Twitter at Bloom Inspire Net. We'd love to connect with you in any of those ways. If you have prayer requests or anything that you would like to share with us or have questions for us, please send us an email, admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com or you can DM us on social media. Until tomorrow, I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to invite you to share this podcast with your friends and family who are within your sphere of influence if it's been a benefit to you. And I want to encourage you to bloom where you're planted because it's the first step to living your wildest dreams. You have been listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time. To learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministry of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and select the podcast link at the top of the page. Thank you for listening.